Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey there, dudes and dudettes. Time to wax up your boards and go catch the big wave over at the LPN Beach Blanket Bingo. One night only at the Balboa Theater in San Diego, October 20th. Come and check out all of the cool cats and the crazy dogs at LPN. Every show in the entire network, each one pulsating and grinding in front of you for your entertainment pleasure. We're all going to catch the big kahuna. And I'm talking about that big greasy guy. I'm talking about a wave. Ew, it's seaweed. It's seaweed. Just so you know, it's going to be inside of a theater. So any physical wetness you experience is your own personal body heat or the sweat of one of the performers. For live stream tickets, go to veeps.com slash L-P-O-T-L to watch from the comfort of your own home. Again, that's V-E-E-P-S dot com slash L-P-O-T-L. Come and check it out. I'm certain if there's a podcast flavor you need on your tongue, we got the spoon for it. Beach blanket bingo, baby. Come on, girls, let's dance. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Oh. Kami coming. You know, I'm, God, just, it's so refreshing to have him here. Uh, to have what fucking <laughs> horrible presence are you uh, referring to? This fucking guy. I, all right, let me start with a prompt. Okay. So, Ooh! stop. <laughs> I can't believe we did this. I thought it was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to hear from other voices on LPN? Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring in somebody. Like, it's getting too smart with you on Marcus. He was on the phone. He's like, Marcus, just side stories is getting too smart. Like, why don't we bring do in a else. big, dumb fucking idiot? To- Luke took a duke on a Tuesday night. I asked for it. <laughs> I asked for it. Well, 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 I wanted to say, so, all right. I was online, right? I was on a forum. I love my forums. Okay. Are was, we going to introduce the show? We'll, get, you, we'll do a preamble. Okay. Right before. <laughs> I, so I was reading a story that was about uh, this, this very nice lady, right? She seems sweet. Mm-hmm. Lost her father suddenly. Not in a maze. He died. <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, she was like, but she said the thing that he used to do all the time when, he was, when she was a kid. 
is that he used to come into her room while she was asleep mm-hmm. and he used to tickle the bottoms of her feet with his quote unquote well trimmed fingernails. Mm. Right? Which I, I hate the detail. Well trimmed. Mm. Hate the detail. Because again, still kind of sharp. Manicured. Yeah, kind of sharp. But my thing is, is that so she said that when he died, she was like, I, I know that he's in a a freezer right now waiting to be cremated but I wonder what's going to happen with Soul and she says she went to sleep that night and she knew her father listened because she felt the same and she took this as reassuring <laughs> she felt the same short fingernailed touching mm-hmm. on the bottoms of her feet and she was heartened right. by her father doing that to her as a ghost mm-hmm. and I guess my question to you both now is how would you want your dead father to say hello to you? Uh, ignore me and sit in the corner of the room and play backgammon on his tablet. <laughs> would be the way I think for, for, for it. He died doing what he loved. By the way, I will say they did say I used to put the cream in cremation because I used to come in grandma's ashes. Now, Marcus, you can intro the show. Now. <laughs> uh, welcome to Side Stories, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Marcus Parks. I would want my father to get a hold of me by lighting something on fire in my front yard. Do you think that that's what he'd do? I think that's what he'd do. I think he'd pile up a bunch of wood and light something on fire in my front yard. And and hope, I think he'd be smart enough to do it on the uh, pavement where it wouldn't spread. But yeah, he'd, he'd light up, but he'd just probably burn a bunch of trash. What's the symbolism there? You were all about digging holes. Yeah, he now he's about, about piling fires. up and setting fires. Who's I'm about digging about. I've been about digging holes, and goddamn it, man, I spent all weekend in my garden. I fucking ripped out the nice. people who lived there before. I ripped out everything they fucking planted. And now it's mine and I fucking spent so much time in the dirt. My hands smelled like dirt for two days because I just kept smoothing in it and smoothing it and smoothing it. Henry Zabrowski is with me as well. It's not good. And Whatever he's going through, it's not good. <laughs> and Holden McNeely is here. Holdenators, oh! It's welcome. over. <laughs> it's, they're screaming at me every night on the road. Oh my God, it's All been amazing. All four of them. All four of them they meet me at the meet and greet afterwards and then the greet and meet i do a second one and they're like let us leave <laughs> no Parents, we've talked to you and i'm like no i want to know where you're from we're greeted we're meeting <laughs> i love that yeah let them know now uh, you're gonna fucking pay for this spiritually yeah, not yeah. just monetarily that is great but no as i was planting uh some some bushes in my garden yesterday mm. i i did speak to the earth and and ask it to protect me as the dirt protects the plants and i spent much time with the dirt Bringing it up and putting it down and you digging holes. You don't have to be engaged with him, Holden. You don't know it. Now I'm scared. Now I'm actually linking with you. Well, <laughs> don't link with me because I'm doing the same thing, but with my Rubik's cube. Don't <laughs> even fucking bring it up. And my Watching... TV is two minutes and five seconds, and I'm going to get one of those dumb timer things you have to put your fingers Dude. on that they all the nerds use. You fill me with rage. I can't believe it, honestly. <laughs> Watching you. Audience, you'll never fucking understand the true rage of watching a 40-year-old man go and, like, he just sits, it's on top of your tits. And I'm, like, talking at you. I say, I'm saying important things to you, and you're going... Oh, so it's playing Rubik's cube. It's on the exact same place that he used to rest his DS while yes, we were yes. in cowman practice. Yes. While he's fucking playing like uh, fucking a Phoenix Ace Lawyer, and he'd be talking about something important. He just yes. be like fucking screaming into his goddamn. Oh DS. yeah, objection, objection. Well, Marcus was paying attention and playing drums when he was supposed to, yes. and it was that was annoying too in its own way. <laughs> it's called rehearsal. 
Uh, and that's why he was doing it as such. And now I look at you and I understand what it must be like to try to tell Baron Trump to not kill the help. You know what I mean? Like watching just the empty stairs and being like, but what if me wants to? Hey, but hey, you know when it comes down to the side stories keep coming. It's a spooky week. It is a spooky yeah, week. I love it. I don't know what's spooky about it, but we'll get there. There's like, except for the, the woman getting her toes tickled, I guess if my father came back and he wanted to tell me hello, I imagine I'd smell cigarette smoke. Okay, mm. yeah, I figured so. Right, you get some form of cigarette smoke. I also, I hope he just watched my wife tastefully nude. Ah, you know, and not, and I don't want that, but I feel like he'd appreciate, like it would be like going to an art museum or something. He would just be appreciating the work. Yeah, like Ugh. that, like that uh, whole room in the Met where there's all those like really beautiful statues and sculptures of like beautiful yeah, naked you're not people like, like that. Off, you're just like, oh, you know what I mean? You're yeah. just like, I don't know if you get a hor that horny when you're dead. Because we've had a lot of examples of spectrophilia. Yeah, we've talked course. about women being made love to by Kesha ghosts. Kesha fucked a ghost. I've heard about this. Now, what is the details on this? She just fucked a ghost a bunch. She was just hanging out at this ghost place house. And she was just like, ooh. And he would, the ghost would come up and be like, with the fingers. And she'd be like, ah, ah. You know what I mean? And I can't believe I asked him to come do this. I can't believe you asked him. You knew he was going to do this. I, you, why did? Well, that's the thing. You can bring him on. Just why are you asking like follow up questions? I don't, you don't know. Ask him follow up. I, I thought goes, he'd say a detail. Goes, like, yeah, get my nut your butt. She's just like, oh, fuck, legitimately I wrote TikTok. thought. I wrote TikTok. He might actually have thought back to the things that he read because he runs like several shows. We did a whole episode about Kesha's entire life story. No, it was one incident, I think, but she was at what, like, I, I don't know. She was staying in some random house and this ghost, he didn't finger bang her uh, bean or whatever. He just sort of like, I think was kind of a little more romantic about it. You know what I mean? And and it apparently it was, yeah, it could have been a, a dog or something. You never know. You never know. You know You're enjoying the whole thing and all of a sudden, you're, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's a ghost of a dog. I mean, oh, you my, know. oh my God, I like this. <laughs> so it's beautiful. That's why she wrote that whole song, I Fucked a Dog's Ghost. Uh, oh, that's what that yeah, song yeah, was about. It's right after Prang. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good one. I loved her early stuff. <laughs> All right, let's get into some stories here. Uh, we got one that's like real dumb up top. It's real, like, this is very round table. Yeah, this is very round table. A hapless bank robber captured easily five years ago after handing the teller a demand note with his name and birth date written on the back mm. has been arrested again over a similarly ham-handed attempt to hold up the hey, very same location. Let's not steal Justin Rorlick of the Daily Beast, little nom de plume, because I don't even know what <laughs> ham-handed even really means. Ham-handed means doing it bad. It means doing it very, for like a kind of a blunt object. Hey, see, I like ham so mm -hmm. I feel like that that's a negative way to put ham. If you're doing it ham-handed, it is indelicately. It's not well-planned out. Yeah, it's you like ham, but you don't want your fucking hands. You don't want to wake up and have ham hands. Yeah. You're like, oh! You well, know no, what, I mean? what about thinly sliced ham? That is delicate, like <laughs> a charcuterie. Mm -hmm. Do you think do you, you think that'd make you better at driving or something? <laughs> like long, you know how prosciutto is like the long strips. Like, yeah. what if your hands are just Hang too long? Hang in the long? outfield today. First hired because he woke up with ham hands. Help me. for the LA Dodgers. <laughs> they won't let me go. He's catching those balls, though. It's unbelievable. It's <laughs> <laughs> the stickiness of the ham. Well, pretty much this guy, like the first time he was arrested uh, for robbing this bank, uh, he was caught because after they gave him the money, 
he went outside and sat down on the curb and started counting the money. Now, this awesome. guy, Michael, 400, 400 bucks. That's yeah. all he got from robbing a bank. That's, that's, uh, oh, it was 140 bucks the guy got from me when he robbed Blockbuster. Yeah, it's uh. very sad because, again, I know this, this guy is just dumb. only $400 from the fucking bank if you're going to rob the bank? Would well, you be like, um, hello? This guy was not great at it. So, uh, hmm. this, is May, this is May 22nd, 2018. His name is Michael Gale Nash. And this is in Alaska, the first National Bank of Alaska. He walked up to them and he handed them a note. The first note that he, that he's handed them, which is also like, I don't know how you just give somebody money. I think partially it's because you're afraid that something's gonna bad is gonna follow up. So well, you're to also f- told to you you mm-hmm. don't you just argue, give it you just give it to you always give it yeah it's 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 insured. it's insured it's it's all insured. So but according to court filings, the first note that he gave that got started the first robbery was this is a hold up. Please put the money they want in the bag. God help us! Yeah. Three exclamation points, right? Now, this second time, he's got he got arrested. He served a year in jail. A year and, and a day. And he somehow, like, I guess, well, they, that's why they call it jail college. Mm. Right? You go in there, you actually learn to become a better criminal, but as a matter of fact, it sounds like it's more like he went to Phoenix <laughs> University <laughs> versus, like, any form of actual national college because his second attempt was he went up to the bank before it was open, knocks on the door. They're like, bank's not open yet. And he's like, through the, the glass. <laughs> it's a robbery. <laughs> he's outside the bank. The locked doors. And he's sitting there like pulling on the handle. It's a robbery. It's a robbery. And then he puts a note through the door, <laughs> right, that then says, actually pretty close to the original, this is a robbery. Put the money in a bag and I will walk out. This is a robbery. God help us all. Period. <laughs> Which I think is important. That shows he knows punctuation, shows intent. Yeah. I mean, he does need some help from God. I mean, that is some piss poor robbing. I yeah. can't believe it. By the way, another interesting fact my aunt was, uh, my late aunt was a bank teller and she once got the note, right? Mm-hmm. The other part about giving them the money is they got the ink bomb oh, in sure. the money. So they pop the ink bomb anyway. So it doesn't matter if you get out with the money. You Can know we I mean? just get the ink bombs? Yes, dude. That's what I fucking I want, I love dude. ink bombing people. Put it inside a Halloween candy when you put out the bucket for kids on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, Like, yeah. that would be fucking cool as hell. I know, obviously, the explosive part might actually make people pretty bummed out. Kids might lose some fingers. Yeah. But also, that's where the trick comes in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bring the trick back. You Come know on. I mean? Yeah, show a, show a bunch of a busload of kids your butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really get picked up. Yeah, yeah go yeah. to the police. Oh, here. If you hold up the bucket of candy. Oh, here's a bunch of candy or my asshole. And then bend over. And just, just, you just get fucking yeah. the head slammed against the hood of a cop car. Uh, what gets me about this guy is that he was on such a rail when it came to the robbery because he just he showed up to the bank having not checked the hours in which the bank was open. Yes. Because his note put the money in the bag and I will walk out. He thought he'd be inside by that point. He thought he would be inside the bank. So he was on such a rail that when he hit the locked doors, he couldn't stop. He couldn't stop the plan. It's not like I'm going to come back in an hour. It's like as soon as they came up, he was like, this is a robbery. It sounds like he thinks that it's like the way it's done is whatever you write on the note, they definitely have to do. They have to do. (laughs) So if he wrote like, take off your clothes, do some jumping jacks, like they literally look at it and be like, oh, just start disrobing. Have you ever seen the movie Compliance? 
Yeah, uh, which is yeah, based off oh a real God. guy. Yeah, that fucking movie. The yeah, guy yeah, that yeah. calls in, and then he had like there was a series, there was another documentary series about him too. I forgot what it was called, where he would call into various fast food restaurants, and he would do this thing where he would manipulate people from the outside. Yeah, that documentary think, series is amazing. He'd yes. make them think he was an authority. Though, yes, and then he would tell them that, Robert. and he would say that you know, like there was one, someone was suspected of shoplifting from within the store, or one of the employees for theft, and then he'd have the manager go in and say, "You have to strip search." this person and take off their clothes so what you said is some funny little joke is actually somebody's nightmare you piece of shit I get, I get it but I'm somebody's fucking nightmare oh I know it's <laughs> your daughter is my wife I was gonna say my wife but you said daughter and I think they were both, they literally this is how I ended up here they, I was annoying the shit out of them and they were like and Lexi was just like hey can you go to the studio and annoy the shit out of Henry and Marcus and I was like okay yeah, excellent yeah <laughs> He's like walking down the street yelling at people. Fucking mailman now, hates at, me. Now at this <laughs> at this point, can you tell that you're annoying your daughter yet? Uh, yeah, because I go, oh, here, I'm, and she's like all upset about something. I'm like, oh, it's the ookie looky dance. I just go. Oh, You've been doing this like ookie looky dance mm-hmm. with her. You made me do the ookie yeah. looky dance. I make for her. everybody do weird dances for her, and she's confused and <laughs> she doesn't get it. She doesn't yeah, understand. She's gonna be all fucked up. <laughs> She's gonna turn. I don't know what she's gonna turn yeah, into. Yeah, I've been building obstacle courses for her now. It's she's just gonna turn into like the hipster grifter or whatever, like showing up and scamming high end hotels, telling her she's like a foreign dilettante. <laughs> um, which honestly might really help the brand. Yeah. It might. But the, so what's funny about the story to get back to it is that the two banks that we say that it was the same bank. It's the yes, same bank. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like so they, he did this twice. And so the best part about the end of this is that so they they he. He tries to do. He puts it through the locked door. They're all like, all right, so we're just going to lock up more. So they're like, we're locking the doors. He's like, go ahead, lock up the bank. <laughs> and then they're like, they call up their employees and say, don't come because there's a guy outside of the bank who's saying he's robbing the bank, even though he's like literally physically, it's like he's physically incapable of doing it currently. And so like, don't come. We don't know if he's going to take hostages. And so then they're like, sir, essentially very nicely saying, if you don't leave right now, we're going to no have to call way. the police. Well, like, like, why would you ever do that? They probably have already called the police, but no. they were like, okay. you just got to go. And so he was just like, go ahead and call the police. <gasps> oh, see what they'll do. I'll just write on my note, police go away <laughs> and hand it to the police. I think he Actually, really thinks um, that. I was going to tase this guy, but when he put that note, <laughs> you see he put it in my, honestly, the fly of my pants. <laughs> I now know. We got to leave this guy alone. He's smart. <laughs> well, what's interesting about the note is I think there is something there, because if you notice the wording on the first note, he said, please put the money they want yes. in the bag. And I think that's a very important clue. I think he does have something where he thinks that he, somebody is telling him or he thinks that somebody is telling him to go rob the banks, do <laughs> this, give them the note. They will do what they tell yeah. you. I yeah, I think that yeah. he thinks that that's what you do. Yes. Right. Oh, you, and that you do a thing where you're like, but you see, I was just following orders. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're like, of who? The Grand Masters? I mean, like, if it didn't work for Madame Blavatsky, I don't know if it's going to work for you. Can't believe nobody ever fucking thought of this loophole. I'm a fucking genius. I wish they I had told a magic me. note, man. I'd be swimming in Hot Dog River right now. Dude, fucking <laughs> try it. Why don't you start writing notes being like, you will give me this hamburger Wait, for isn't free. isn't that chaos magic that I just come on it, right? And you it's might. Done? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But you can't. they can't see the come at a store. I did it once. Uh, I was trying to get this girl back uh, that I was sad about it. And I did it. I thought real hard about it. And I came on the note or whatever. And she nothing happened. You nothing did it wrong. Chaos magic's bullshit. Yeah. 
You did it wrong. That's you probably wrong. didn't. You probably didn't do the sigil right. You yeah, pro- not I'm, at all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just sro- sloppily wrote. Uh, uh, Can get back yeah. with me? Sandra, who, get Sandra back in my life, and then you and skipped the, a lot of steps. Skipped a lot of steps. You did. <laughs> yeah, you can't just write Sandra on a piece of paper and come on it. Yeah, you skipped a lot of steps. I did, that's so, yeah. all I did. No, that's <laughs> no. You're just like I just got to come on something. <laughs> no, no. What you do is you. <laughs> I really did this, by the way. You skipped so many steps. Like, and not even actually, you didn't even. They're not even that difficult. No. Yeah. All you had to do is write out what you well, want. Uh-huh. You take out all of the vowels. Oh, you ta- take yeah, the you vowels, take the vowels out. out and then you take the rest of the letters <laughs> and you draw a sigil. He has no idea how to do those, that. Out of those letters. <laughs> and then you come on. It was yeah. so hard to fucking shoot, dude. So yeah, I'd be like, this is fucking stupid. so silly. Yeah, of course. It. Really yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's the power of ritual magic right. is you have to get past the first wall, which is feeling I like miss, an asshole. I missed the whole vowel shit. Shit, yeah, that yeah, shit. that's yeah. all wrong. Yeah, yeah God knows. <laughs> she probably like farted herself yeah. like awake that night. I think yeah, she probably exactly. did not know. She was like, "Oh, what's going on?" And there's like a like a lizard fell out of her pussy. And she was <laughs> just like, "Oh no, there's a spell happening." That's right. I did wake up in the morning. There was an egg in my bed. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> maybe it did woke. You should put it under a lamp. <laughs> well, if this guy's going to jail. Yeah, very much so yeah, going to jail for about 20 years. Uh, yeah, maximum sentence of 20 years. But, I mean, he's got a pretty hardcore, not hardcore, but a long rap sheet. Larceny, DWI. Uh, he had a court martial in 1996 after a brief stint in the military. You know, that's kind uh, of like almost for criminals. That's like a badge of honor in a way. Yeah, distribution mm. of drugs. So he got like he got into the army I probably so he could sell drugs. Um, wow. and, and also, that's a dumb idea. Yeah. God, he's got bad ideas. <laughs> yeah, why would you go to the army to sell drugs? Well, in Viet, yeah, because that's the thing. Usually, oh, it's, you're in the, Vietnam. it's the soldiers smuggling all the drugs back because that used to be pretty common in Vietnam. Right, right, where they yeah. would put heroin into the body bags and then bring them back to America. That's how you make a body bag. Yeah, extra depressing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fill it with things that'll kill more people. I feel like network executives should hire him as an anti think tank. Be like, all right, what TV show idea? Is you have so we never do them. It's okay, like, it's called Hitler's Bath Time. <laughs> All, right, All right, cool. Another thing we won't do. <laughs> cool. Yeah. How about how does my shit taste? Um, Where I buy shit in a bucket and we get a bunch of Congress women together. They <laughs> eat my shit and we say on a level from shit. Shitty shit. How bad is my shit taste? It's called Scream Library, okay? And we all just we sit in a library. You are literally we, just. I know. I'm pitching the the idea. You, you are changing silent library. Yes. You just flipped. You looked at me. You thought of what horrible television shows has Henry been on? Yeah. And then you decided to repeat. Would that it. be the worst? Is that the lowest Hollywood moment yes. of your life? I because I so yes I've told this story before, but literally it was because. I saw a Craigslist ad mm. that said TV show was looking for men with hairy <laughs> belly and back. Mm-hmm. And I sent a bunch of pictures and of this my the, body. The time of your life you thought you were dying. Every oh, yeah, day cancer. You thought you were yeah, dying. I had cancer. You, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I never knew that. Uh, that detail. That was when Cold and I were working in an office together. <laughs> yeah, but oh. he also had a night job. And so he was just working. He was just. I had three jobs. I had a morning job, an afternoon job, and a night job. <laughs> and we were doing comedy. And then I would do is like, I would get, I paid all the, whatever money I had, I'd pull it together and I'd get a pint of Canadian mist. And that's how I'd go to sleep every night. That's what I'd eat. Yeah. I'd eat like a, two boxes of pasta. And then I, I drink my fucking pint of Canadian mist and go to sleep. And he yeah. thought he was dying, and he didn't attribute that at all to my just diet, no, my lifestyle, yeah. no, sleep. no sleep. Yeah. Yeah. 
But then, uh, yeah, I just sent those pictures to a man. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just took those pictures, took pictures of me. Yeah. No clothes on, just to this man. And then yeah. I went to a studio and and then I remember the woman was outfitting me with the sausage suspenders that they had to eat off me. The band that was there, the, the weird Screamo band that was the contestants there. That Do you remember and, the band? No, they were horrible. A bunch of shithead little fuck faces, right? And then all of a sudden I remember the woman who was putting the costumes on me. She's like, you know. I also do some of the costumes from Saturday Night Live. You'd really be surprised where people can go in their careers. <laughs> and I was sitting there and like, okay, but also, side me. note, I'm jealous. He's got a TV he credit. He was jealous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, this is all. Just wow. Abs- and little did you know, those pictures you were sending in were to a man at MTV. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, that's the thing. I feel like if it was the other way around, he would have made a lot more money. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, mean? yeah. If it was just fucking just butthole some... nation. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been incredible. But at the time, Holden, you were quite svelte. Me and you were, the, at the time, we were the exact same size. I cannot believe, I I, I have body dysmorphia. Yeah. I did not, I, until I look at pictures now, I'm like, oh. I wasn't fat then. No. I'm fat now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I no. look at that guy and I'm like, what was I thinking? Because I had the mindset of a not get laid man, right? But I think well, I Well, you're a father now and a husband. You're out of that game. Oh, yeah. of course, long gone now. But I'm just saying, I, 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 I learned so many women had crushes on me years later. They were I all was just... wrong. <laughs> Every one of them was incorrect. Beautiful yeah. women. Beautiful look, minds. Look at me right now. Yeah. When we first met, we I were was... the exact same size. Yep, thrown Why away. You, sh- you can't shame him. We did bring him on here to attack him, obviously. <laughs> obviously but you, now you're just yeah. shaming his body. No, this yeah. is good. I need this. I've been, it's a motivation Speech for hour. me. Yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm going to start working hard soon. Love that. <laughs> Love a promise. Nothing like an IOU to yourself because you're like, that's as good as being done. <laughs> well, did I tell you this? I was uh, uh, changing Winnie and she pointed at, at Lexi and she was like, mama booby, mama booby. Cause you know, mm-hmm. and then she pointed at me and she said, dad, dad booby, ah. dad, dad booby. <laughs> yeah. I had my shirt off at that, at that time. It was a rare shirtless occasion. And then, and then Lexi literally, I've never seen her happier in my entire life. She fully doubled over, like she. It was like oh. in a cartoon. She hard as she's laughed with you, so hard. And then when he points at my tummy, she goes, "Dad, dad belly, dad, dad belly." <laughs> and Lexi is. I've never seen her more beside herself with pleasure. Hey, man, <laughs> it's what you deserve. <laughs> it's what you deserve because now that child is just a mirror looking back at you. There you go. Yeah, it's wow. beautiful. From your grave. The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast, your dog. <coughs> that was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. But you're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox decides and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. <coughs> No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for their little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats and oh they love their life and they love the they love what bark box brings because bark box brings the bark and puts it in a box yep to get your free upgrade go to barkbox.com slash l-e-f-t 
My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, I fight to set my child up for success, which is why, as I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken. But there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at. See if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it! You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Well, you want to stay in crime? Yeah, let's, next do story? Some, let's do another crime. Let's stay in crime. Let's go down to Florida for our uh, next now, our next story. This is old-fashioned. Nah. This is old-fashioned crime. This is a guy just seeing that there was a market, and he was trying to fulfill that market. And it's an interesting market because this man is being arrested for dealing drugs, but he's being arrested for dealing drugs in the villages. Wow. Now, the vi- do you ever spend any time at the villages in Florida? Oh, the, uh, are we talking about the weird Disney World? No, no. that's, um, I forget what the hell the village is called. The village is the giant retirement Yeah, community. Celebration yes. Florida. I is saw the, a documentary about uh, the villages. Yes, and they are, obviously, it's a very large retirement, like, I guess you say environment yeah. yeah, in the middle of Florida, you know, and they are, man, they're fucking, dude. Yeah, they're yes. fucking. Dude, there was this one, in that documentary, there was this one guy that was didn't have a place at the villages. He was living out of his car, just trying to meet other old women oh, yeah. to get in. And you watch him, he's like, I got in. I got in over there, that building over there. And he's like just shacked <laughs> up with this old lady, just banging her out so he can get a free uh, roof over his head. Proud and, of him. And indeed, this story is all about banging it out. A guy named Reginald Odell Kinzer, he's 77, has been arrested for trying to sell 
a whole bunch of erectile dysfunction pills. Dude, look at the smile on this man's face for his mugshot. That is a $10,000 smile. That's not his mugshot. That's his village's like yearbook photo. (laughs) It doesn't matter, man. He is happy as a goddamn erect clam. I feel, and maybe I'm insane for asking this, what is illegal about selling these pills? It's because he got them. How is this a crime? It's it's like they um, got... he got it from a doctor that he wasn't supposed to. They're bootleg. Yeah. So these are, he went and got it, but it's like, because what it is, it's, they're just not prescription. What's the, what's the term? I've got, they're just, they are prescription, but you know, he's getting them without the prescription. Right. And he's just doling them out. Because like, say, if you're an old man and you have a, and, and your doctor's or, not going to give you the boner pill. You, don't even won't have give a, you. you don't even have a penis. You just have a set of balls and your balls get really weird and hard. <laughs> what's nice about that is then you can use your balls like they were a dick. Right. And then you could put it inside the vagina mm-hmm. or, you know, or in the beehole, right? Because oh, then you had right. something you're in there. Ball fucking Henry. Look who you're talking to. Okay? I know. It's how Winnie was made. <laughs> <laughs> no, these drugs, they have such strange names. Snovitra, mm-hmm. Valitra, sure. Sinforce 100. Whoa. Whoa. I'm not, I don't need Sinforce <laughs> 100. I feel like that's going to make you do other shit as well. I like this. This one's one. Vitalista. Oh, Italian. Yeah. I remember the bodega across from me in New York and Brooklyn. Every time I'd go in, literally every time I'd go in to get beer or whatever it was, the guy at the counter, he'd point and Samurai X. <laughs> the Samurai X was Samurai the name X. of it. Was Samurai X the one that had uh, Ryu fucking Chun-Li? Uh, yeah, except yeah, yeah, yeah. All, yes, except yes. all you would see was like Ryu's like weird ass. They, right. shoot that fu- they showed the fucking <laughs> angle from the porno that everyone hates. Yeah, the between yet, the balls. Yeah, the between the balls. And yet that was on the cover. Yeah, yeah. And, every, yeah, and I'm always like, no Samurai X for me, I sir. am doing fine, I'm sir. hilariously not getting laid at this point <laughs> in my life. Yeah, my- you know what's funny? I've ne- I never once in my 16 years of New York. Never once did a man offer me Samurai X. It was his, it was his running joke okay, for me. No. It was a specific running joke for me. And I was like, and Samurai X was the same guy every time. I'm like, okay. all right, I'm just trying to have a my 40 of Bud Light or whatever it was. My question is, have you ever done those? Have you ever taken any of the horny goat weed or no, any of that I, stuff? I heard such horrible things because it was either you or Eddie who took some. I won't name names. <laughs> Eddie. It was Eddie. It was Eddie. Yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely That's Ed. it. No, but yeah. he said uh, the problem yeah. was that he's like, you're frighteningly hard. Yeah. You're also frightened yes. because it's an upper. So your heart's going real hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's very, very scary. Yeah. And he, t- I think he took it out of curiosity. And I, I, I would not put anything in my body that I bought from the back of the bodega. I'm not an upper guy, first of all. I mean, Sec- I love uppers. Second of all, <laughs> second of all uh, uh, I read, a, I think it was a Reddit post where this guy went into full detail about he took too much or whatever and he had to go to the hospital and they had to take this like giant comically large needle mm-hmm. and shove it into his cock it's and very drain bad. all the blood out of his penis. Oh. And he was like, it was like painfully, viscerally, awfully hard. Yeah. And, and, you know, to the point where he's like, I have to go to the hospital. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, when, when would you ever take yourself to the hospital for an erection unless it was that bad? And like, it, it, it just the description. I mean, well, it was it paragraphs. Also, it can paragraphs. destroy the material inside of your penis. The spongy right. material. Yeah. I imagine how it works is that it just sends, it, it activates something in your brain that sends blood directly to your dick. It's like filled to the very brim of it. And then it's just like the very top 
top of its allowance yeah. for any form of pressure. Yeah, and I don't think any of that stuff they sold in bodegas was like regulated oh, or like no, any not like at all. like that's like it's on the level of like the spice. Like remember yeah, the spice yeah. heads we used to always oh, yeah. have to deal oh, with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spice, yeah, and Ed said when he'd take it, it would make his toes itchy. Yeah, that was different. I think <laughs> so. that was his because he was like on his hands, <laughs> right? And his he feet like, were like towards the ceiling the and cobwebs. It, the only way for his penis to sit properly was he had to do a hand, full, full hand. hand, hand. <laughs> well, this guy that's that's going to jail here for selling all this uh, erectile dysfunction drugs. He, re- I'm, I'm down for this guy because he's like he's like a good Why? time. It's a smile. He's it's a smile. He's got the big smile and he's a good time drug dealer because <laughs> he was arrested back in 2020 and that's amazing because he's 70. He's 77 now, so he got arrested when he was 74 uh, for selling uh, mushrooms, weed, and ecstasy. Dude, I would be so thrilled to be in a retirement home and meet that guy. No, man, that's the hookup. Hookup. Yes. Like the dude that's selling X in the villages. Like, man, that's the fucking, that's the best dude in the villages. Oh, man, mushrooms on retired is so good. Can you imagine what that'll be like maybe Uh, one day? Just uh, hanging around, you've got your golf cart. You've just been drinking Miller Lite all morning, you know what I mean, (laughs) watching golf. Just go and you drop a couple of like liquid psilocybin right. in your eyeballs, and you go down there and be like, "I'm gonna go see if I can see some fish at the, at the concrete we, factory." We just <laughs> did the uh, we just recorded our gore episode for Wizard of the Bruiser, and uh, and one of my favorite stories, the Lamb, a guy from the Lamb of God, the metal yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like went to their like workshop space, and Odorous Sarunga Sprocky walked up to him, and he was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" He was like, "Hey." Do you want you want some of this? He's like, sure. And he pulls out a beaker filled to the brim and squirts it in his eyeball. Blame a god, this guy's eye. It was just like twelve hits ass. This is, man, this is the problem with being around all these like metal and guys. Gore's workshop. Yes, and yeah. Shit. So easy. He was like, and he just spent the rest of the, the whole rest of the night into the morning talking to the walls. I, it's one of those man where at some point like it's a problem. You hang out with all these extreme guys. You got to do all these extreme things. Where it's like, man, I'm trying to de-escalate. Right. Yeah. Turn it. Wind it down. Turn it down. Turn, turn it down in. the temperature. Absolutely. Well, dude. the guy from Lamb of God, he had to have been in his 20s, right? Yeah, this was back yeah, in the day. Yeah, that's when yeah. you're invincible. You oh, yeah. back in the day. But yeah, he was terrified. Horrible experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very but, scary. But this dude, uh, Kenser, he was given three years of probation for selling ex-weed They're going to throw the book at him now. Yeah, he. but that's the thing. He went off of probation in 2021. And then I think he thought that he was just going to move into like the safer world of like dick drugs. He's like... Who's gonna bust me right. for this? Yeah. Who's gonna care? Who's the victim here? Yeah. yeah. I that may it makes me wonder like who actually turned him in. Like, Probably a did... bunch of wives that were like, please get my yeah. husband <laughs> off of me. I am wrecked. My <laughs> vagina is, yeah, completely Yeah, I, n- he was never supposed to have this much dick power at this age. Like, it was supposed to slow. It was supposed to go away. It was supposed to stop. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but this People Magazine article we got this story from, it actually has a very funny addendum at the end, or an, an interesting addendum at the end. Oh, is that yeah, 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 There's yeah. always, there's this kind of urban legend that the villages is the STD capital mm-hmm. of the United mm-hmm. States. Everyone says that, you know, old yeah. people fuck, they don't care anymore. Slathering with commons, Chlamydia University. Uh-huh. And actually, the villages have lower rates of STDs compared to Florida overall. Maybe it's because they die earlier. You mean like, you know, when it comes out, you know, like they talk about how like the main reason why the median age or, or, or average age in the middle ages was 30 because it was like, it's more that so many babies died. Yeah. Or maybe it's just like, you know, if you don't get to the test, Right. <laughs> then you don't have it. Or, you know, as my grandmother always used to say, crabs can't live in a scorched bush. 
<laughs> Love that lady. <laughs> she is good. Yeah. Burn yeah. it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of burning it to the ground. We've been talking a lot about like family annihilators here on the show, right? We talked about it. We love it. We we love it. We talked about it with our Jeffrey McDonald series. We talked about a family annihilator uh, last time I was on Side Stories a couple of weeks ago. And the thing that Henry always says is that, you know, you can just leave. Yeah, Yeah. there's no reason to kill the whole family. It's actually a lot of trouble. Yeah. Like what you should do at any point is get in a car. Just drive to Mexico. Well, especially back in the day. I mean, now it's a little bit harder with the social media. But I mean, it's insane how many dudes would start an entire family and then literally just go like an hour down the road to the next town over and then just started another entire family. You want more family? (laughs) You didn't like family one. But this guy, he's from Texas. He was a developer and a home builder, and he did actually try the just going away method. He tried disappearing, but he did it very badly. What Mm. he did, because this guy was in a ton of debt. He had spent all of his money on Super Bowl tickets and World Series tickets. He got a bunch of meat and greets with all these athletes. He was living like the high roller lifestyle, and all of it was coming from embezzled funds. It's very interesting because it sounds like what he did, which is like, it's such a dumb TV show idea yeah. that he got a big job and then something snapped inside of his head. Because, you know, with contractors, what you learn, right, is that they're on a timeline that only God knows. There's <laughs> only only the pan and, and the, uh, the pantheon of the Roman gods have any idea but the actual schedule of a contractor. Because they'll say, like, coming out this week. All of a sudden, it's Thanksgiving. You know right. what I mean? And where this guy shows up, and like, and now like you got family there, but now they're ripping out the concrete. You know, he's just like, you want it? You don't know you want this? And so they come like, I've been thinking all weekend. What if we put a bathroom in the sky? Yeah. <laughs> like, how would that even, buddy? Anti gravity magnets, dude. <laughs> fucking get me in on that. But I think that he got the money, and then he said, he was like, you know, fuck it, Audi five thousand. He bought super. He bought it was mm. like a hundred thousand dollar like fucking some big get. He yeah. got some Dodge Ram TR. No, just his truck was a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, mm. the Dodge he, Ram TRX. For some reason, he got this big gig, and then he just fucking spent all of it on uh, yeah, and also Super Bowl tickets. So dumb. Yeah, it's so dumb. But it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't just that gig. I mean, he was doing once he got it from the big gig. He started doing from like smaller ones, like, and he was so brazen about it, or at least he thought he was so clever. He actually got a vanity license plate uh, that said. Hide it. Like, because <laughs> he was taking all this money. And, you know, he had a fucking, he had two houses. Uh, he had a second home in Galveston, like down, you know, on the coast, on the, you know, Gulf of Mexico. He had a Dodge Ram TRX. He had an Escalade, uh, staying at luxurious hotels, resorts. And finally, one day, like, he feels the walls closing in around him. Like, he finally sees, like, okay, this shit is coming to an end. So, what he does is, he instead of like, you know, the, the whole thing that usually happens with family annihilators is I don't want my family to suffer the embarrassment of being poor. Yeah, they're right. going to this you know? change of status is something that my children, and my wife can't handle. That's so they a, have to be turned into corpses. That's an embarrassment. I enjoy, actually, that my my wife and child get to see. It's great. <laughs> that's you know, that's um, for them to see. I come in. I'm like, I've been hopping some trains. They're like, why are you hopping trains? You work with the podcast. You said, I'm free. It's I'm free, <laughs> damn it. So what this guy did is that he took his 
this $100,000 truck, uh, took it out into the country, not even in the country. He just took it out like somewhere in the middle of town and then set it on fire. Yeah, dude. And, like, I guess that that like Al Qaeda took him. You know what I mean, like, I don't know what he, he set it on fire and then he just disappeared. Meanwhile, they're all like, hmm, all the money that was for this like big, like building homes contract is also gone. Yeah. And so they made an announcement when they found him, they made this like very funny, the police in their own way have their, their own shitty sense of humor where they were like, we fi- it looks like that we finally have reunited Mr. Dedimore with his family. Mm-hmm. Like like this idea of being like, well, thank God he's safe. Yeah. <laughs> and now comes the avalanche of charges. Yeah. Mm. They found him at a bus stop in San Antonio. Yeah. Like God. six days, six days after his quote unquote disappearance. That's as far as he made it. It's San Antonio, a bus stop. Why is he taking the bus? Does he have this money? Because Buses he burned his truck. It's true. And <laughs> bus is one of the last truly anonymous ways to travel. Ah. Like you could still just buy a ticket for cash. You don't have to have your name on Especially the ticket. Especially if you ride a ghost bus. Oh, yeah. And then you're just, you have to deal with the, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking those fucking ghosts on so, that bus. So, um, uh, Holden, I'd like for you to sort of break down how do you plan to disappear from your family? Uh, yeah, great, great question. Um, what individual hides in plain sight? The clown. The clown hides in plain sight. That's right. I would create a fake traveling carnival. So you could never, I'm never staying in one place at once. Oh, so you're going something wicked this way comes? Yes. (laughs) Very spooky. It's carnival, please. Yeah, no, no, that is a carnival. Oh, Uh, oh, the show, the Showtime show? Yes, the Showtime show. So there'll be a bunch of fucking and sucking and stuff, right? That happened, right? It was Uh, like Oz, but at a carnival. uh, It was, yeah, it's just like Oz. Neither one of you watched carnival. (laughs) I watched the all. first couple episodes. It was an, it was, it's one of my it's it. one of my favorite shows. It's so sad that it ended of, up, like on a, a cliffhanger. No, it's because it had Clancy Brown and he was fucking awesome. And it had the uh, the little person from Twin Peaks. He was one of the main. Oh characters. yeah, he was great. And it I, was an amazing show. Uh, but no, yeah, yeah, you could hide there. And how many like penis sucks were in the show? Like fourteen. Uh, there were 15? actually a fair amount. Now that I think about it, there were some. Yes. Uh, there was a, a uh, they called a jiggle show. Yeah, uh, and those women. Uh, were sex workers as well there at, you go. For, at a fur time. Yeah, yeah I saw some tits in that. Yeah, there were plenty of tits in that. Yeah, I mean, it was, and that's yeah. what he was trying HBO to do. Show from the late nineties, right? Of course, there's right. Tits in and there was even that one part. He's like, now I'll, I'm not going to show you tits. I'm going to show you my ass. And he pulls right. his pants out, but it's just also tits. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> he was like, I put tits Sign in me my up. ass. Sign me up. Love the All show. Right. So, so you think okay. that so, somehow <laughs> you will be able to pull together a premier television version of a erotic carnival? Yes, I will be Blonzo, my clown character. You've met before. The audience doesn't know. The audience has no idea who Blonzo is. But you're going to be using a a clown character that is known to the person that you embezzled money from. No, no, I'll be in disguise as a clown. But you've taken money from us. You've taken money from us. But you won't recognize me because I'm in full, constantly clown makeup. I think, unfortunately, (laughs) I can recognize you from fucking 500 yards. First, I'll lose the weight. First. Just as simple, the fact that it's the bumps, you know, not to get in there too hard, but it's the you're covered in bumps. All right, how about this? We change it up a little bit. It's inspired by a different uh, film. Okay, I go, I go like, oh, I think I want to run around the world as a way to help the world, you know. So I just start. So you're running. just going to become an off-brand Forrest Gump, be like Forrest Gump, and everyone, you know. So how you catch me? You know I'm what? Always he, he got national attention. <laughs> I was about to say, what's interesting about every single one of your plans is just that all... they they attract massive amounts of attention. <laughs> yeah, none <laughs> of this how are is you going to catch me. I'm always 
running. If you're always jogging at a slow pace. <laughs> yeah, I can hit you with a car. <laughs> yeah, but I also, can... as soon as you catch me, you grab me and whatever, try to pull me into a car, I'll be like, oh, life is a sh- is like a dog's stuff. You can pretend all you shit. want, but you're going to have to do it in court. like, look at this sweet man. Look at this sweet, simple man. Then look how these they're hurting this sweet man. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to work and for I'll you in like, court. I'll be like, chickens uh, walk down the street to a different sort. Life <laughs> is like a dead cow. You remember how I said, I said before, Side Stories was getting too smart. Yeah, I remember that. And I feel like I it's now that. we're heading towards the pendulum swing towards too far to the other side. Catch sure. me, bro. If you think you can catch me, I'd like to see it. Fine. Let's do it. Let's simulate this. I'll have a big bag of money. I'll be no, dressed you can, like Forrest Gump. You're him. right behind me. You're like 10 paces behind me. And we'll see if you can catch me. Nothing <laughs> would make me happier than to watch you run away. <laughs> You can just run. I ran a half marathon, damn you. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. And oh yeah, almost as many years as there are miles and a half marathon ago. That's when I ran it. But uh, you know, still fucking believable. But but okay, great. Fine. You catch me. Then oh my god, look what these guys are doing to this sweet, simple man. And then you'll be the enemies of the state. And then I'll you know what I mean? And then I'll have a picture with Obama or some shit. You know what Obama's I mean? not going to grant a picture for you. <laughs> no. I don't think he is. You need to have a Netflix well, deal. Well, it's not a wish. I don't think he's going to grant it. I'll just <laughs> fucking take it. We could tell him you have cancer. I'll <laughs> tell him I have all of it. I'll be like, oh, I'm a simple cancer man. I've got Alzheimer's <laughs> yeah. of the feet. Yeah, yeah. My feet are itchy from my boda pills I took earlier today. You know what I mean? I'll just pull some ad in there. I'll throw gotta, everything in there. I got to tell you. This is my Obama impression. I got to tell you. Lonzo? Best story I've ever heard. <laughs> you like that? Is that good? Can we have a fucking picture, you fucker? Unfortunately, I will not allow myself to be seen with you or next to you for in any way, shape, or form. Fly from your grave. Move on! Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart sabor by texas pete adds authentic mexican flavor and their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub tell you what the other day i was having myself good old refried bean burrito and i wanted a little bit of kick to my morning so i got myself some chop texas pete Sriracha sauce. And I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of chai. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at Texas Pete. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, 
you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. I can take this back to serious. Thank okay. you. I can take this back to something. Intellectual? Yeah, intellectual. a little more complex, please, uh, Intellectual. Okay, I don't know about intellectual, but it is serious. Okay. In the coming months, investigators will be piecing together the identities of 115 bodies found in a seemingly desolate building in Penrose, Colorado. Now, this is what, we've covered a couple of stories like this on Side Stories, where there's something about funeral homes in certain ways and how bodies are disposed of and how we find out there's actually a huge, not only a market in people just buying organs out of coolers, right? Like that's like a thing, but also just using bodies to kind of ship around. Like, you know, one of the guys that was a part of the, like, I want to say one of the mortuary scientists inside of Harvard was selling bodies to be to like people who have like Etsy shops and people who sell bones on like, you know, in, in oddity stores across the country. There's like a huge market for these bodies. It's kind of like how people embezzle funds like from a hedge fund, mm-hmm. but they're doing it with your fucking Nana's corpse. Yeah. But with this case, this is more just one of those things where the work keeps piling right. up and it keeps piling up. 
and you think one of these days I'm going to get to it. One of these days. I'm going to get that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I get see that. that. Yeah. And then eventually you just kind of start to think that you're like, you know, maybe this problem will just take care of itself. Oh, yeah. Magical thinking yeah, takes it's, over. It's the everything drawer in your kitchen, but yes. just the body. With corpse. Yeah. 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 Corpse. <laughs> yes. This is uh, this happened at the return to nature funeral home, mm. uh, which boasted an embalmment free. Uh, burial, oh. no, no embalming. Uh, but but that means that you got to get the gotta body in the, the ground body. as fast as possible. So what do they do? They just chuck it out a fucking car window. <laughs> Like, what do they do? They just leave it for a bunch of possums to live in? They use old techniques, you know, and then they bury you in a biodegradable coffin, you know, something that's yes. wood, something that's going to break down. Not and, and, just and you just return to nature. But the problem is that they just kept piling up the bodies Dude, in the back. I don't trust any of this shit because Natalie really wants to do the thing right. where she's buried like in a like bird's a, nest, yes, or whatever. where it's yeah. like a it's like a, a seed the tree casket, thing. that tree thing. She yeah. really wants oh, to do that, yeah. but I really, I just like, baby, I don't know if it's real. I think that sometimes they'll just take, they'll say like, yeah, we filled her fucking whole ass with seeds. And you're like, <laughs> they can say whatever they want. Your body's gone. If I, I'm already traumatized, I'm not going to go in there and be like, let me see it. Yeah. I want to see your corpse in there. You mean like, yeah. no one's checking. Put her so, in the pod. Yeah, once it's in there, like, you know, like, so we're just trusting these people that are also in this extremely morbid industry in the first place. What if, And what if it makes like a shitty tree? Like a bitch ass tree, and then everyone's like, "Look at that! Ass, look at that assy tree." Yeah, you, know you mean? see that? That's called the hanging tree. You know what I mean, like yeah. it looks like a gallows, like right. it's like a long, like like in the the, the movie Poltergeist. Yeah, <laughs> like a big butthole or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? These oranges are sharp. Kids make fun of it. Oh, that's like the local tree. All the kids make fun yeah, of. Yeah, it's just a tree that looks like it's got a big butt on it. Right. Now they you're start, at the big butt tree. Yeah, that's the thing. And like they make internet porn illegal, so they start doing weird things to the tree. Yeah, trying to, to fuck arouse the tree. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Again, new industry. That's something else. Now we've actually stumbled into a new way that capitalism heals itself. You know, I remember when I was a kid, you know, when pornography was not so readily available. So worried about where this is headed. Yes. (laughs) It's all right. All of his stories have already been told. No, it's fine. No, on the playground, there was this tree that had uh, that had growths out of it that looked like breasts. <laughs> yeah. And so we called it the titty tree. Uh-huh. And you'd go and you'd meet near the titty tree. Right. And, and, yeah, the, and kids would stare at the tree and, you know, you'd look like, oh, that, that that tree looks like it has a pair of breasts. And oh, isn't that wonderful? And so we just stare at it and look at it and you touch it every once in a while. man pops out. He's like, you want some boner pills? Yeah. <laughs> I went to the retirement home nearby. Yes. Chopping them up yeah. and being like, that tree used to be my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, kids... Sexualized trees. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever's not nailed down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you don't need internet porn. The lack of internet pornography to do that. I no, mean, you could just use your brain. I mm-hmm. remember just watching over and over again a video of I forget who the co- I think it was like Daisy Fuentes or something. She was co-hosting America's Funniest Home Videos, and she was wearing heels, and she literally just I would repeat her walking down three pairs of steps because heels. That's your fetish. Yes, because I, I love I heels. I'm a heels guy. Let's please not. I hate feet. Love heels. Let's please not. <laughs> I don't want to hear your fetishes. I would have comes to that. I would watch this woman just walk down three stairs. That's weird. And rewind and repeat. I find that weirder than anything we've talked about all day. (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But you would just, would you have like, would you keep, were you coordinated enough to keep jerking with one hand and doing the rewind with yeah, the other? Yeah, I guess I was. I guess I was just kind of. This going was back supposed to gain us listeners. <laughs> like this was supposed to help. And that's show. why I'd like to be buried in a giant high heel that says, "Man, I fucked a bunch." Man, I fucked a bunch. 
I just Winnie there, just like you know. Well, no, she won't be at the funeral. Yeah, if, if you're being buried in that way, she'll she, be riding you got, she hasn't on been the in back your life of a motorcycle, laughing her ass off all the way to Vegas. I think the chances of her showing up at his funeral are going to be slim at best. We're no matter on what, how we stack it. <laughs> because I'll get up there, you know, Ed obviously take the bullets. Yeah, I always. come in, you know, like with you, my big long song being like, glad he's dead. Uh, you know what I'm requesting? We've talked about this. I want Henry for that, literally no reason. I don't even like the song to sing a full acapella version of Crocodile Rock at my funeral. <laughs> I remember when Rock was young. <laughs> Me and you, he had her so much in fun. And I want him to say to me, he's like holding, holding hands and stepping no stone. reason why he wants, I don't know, and he doesn't even like the song. <laughs> and then you kick into it. You know. And the sweetest kick I ever got <laughs> was a thing called a crocodile. And I would be like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. Um, and then everyone, by day. the end of it, everyone's happy you're dead. Yep. And then I'm giggling inside the coffin because I just embezzled a bunch of money from you guys. And uh, that's now <laughs> Running I'm on empty. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's cutting to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously being like, oh, the McNeely is. simple <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. God, how did we get here? Yeah. How we always get here when he's around. It's just he's that we like he we let him lead at one point. I did, always yes. how he just takes it because we get in this fucking river of slime that go. he takes with him everywhere. I, it's, it's a show. Yeah. Welcome back to Side Stories, where we can talk to the side and tell a story's tale. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. So you want to talk about this bullshit psyop that Ring is running? Oh, wait, let me do a real quick. I'll do a quick rundown because I think we're almost at we're almost at the towards the end of the show. Let me let me do a quick rundown. All right, so all right, number one. Ring cameras or whatever. Reveal yeah. that you feel about this. One thing like, I don't remember is that when you got a ring camera, it's going straight to Amazon. They're using your data, blah, blah, blah. But they have a new thing out Love that it. they're coming out right now, which is Ring is offering a million dollars for proof of alien life. And what they're doing that for is essentially to have you turn on an option with the ring that allows you to just that camera to just roll endlessly because they you know, because we now find that the police use this type of thing as a mm -hmm. way of uh, inner surveillance systems they're also they get aggregates like we realize a couple of shit right so it seems like this exciting thing because we all want footage of aliens everybody wants one but they, the ring camera is not pointed to the sky but the, the idea that you think a uh, an alien will arrive at your door oh, okay yeah or we'll just be walking down the sidewalk and you'll see it walking down the street you know what i also realized this so at first yes my first impulse is surveillance state, blah, 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 helping, helping all of that, helping have more eyeballs everywhere. But I realized the other thing is, is that the ring is an Amazon machine. And so these cars and the guys that do the deliveries for Amazon, they drive this. And I imagine that that ring camera, and I might be wrong, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com, but I'm pretty certain that they have a way of registering when something like an Amazon truck drives in front of the house and makes a delivery. And I bet you this is also a kind of way that you can use to track how fast deliveries are going, how efficient your employees are. And it's like another way to basically, and also find out the delivery schedules for UPS, for FedEx, how do we beat them on their rates? Mm. It's like I feel like there's another side thing where they're also using it to spy against themselves. Maybe, but I feel like like there's like petabytes of data 
involved in oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah, but yeah. then you have a bunch of guys crunching it at all times, and then mixed with that's kind of what AI really is for. Yeah. yeah it's for sifting through all that all shit. All of that garbage. It's quite possible. Holden. <laughs> <laughs> May like Venus in a Sunday morning. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, this is you. This You called me on the phone. <laughs> And you said, man, Marcus, like, you're like, I, I love you yep. on side stories. You're doing a great job. But it's like, it's getting too smart. Like, <laughs> no, we're talking too much. Like, we're talking to, like you're bringing too much expertise into the show. We are trying to, we're experimenting yeah. with vibes. Uh-huh. And so this what is does one. AI stand for? Um, <laughs> Al Incompetinto. He's a great guy. I love that guy. He uh, sells me cigars uh, once a no, month. Yeah. Love I love that guy. Smoke oh. him, but I buy him. He's a yeah. good salesman. Uh, do, do honestly, Holden, like, what is your t- serious take on aliens or uh, UFOs? Oh, on UFOs? Well, yeah. that man, the man in the suit, talked to the government recently, and that was exciting. I remember when that was going down. What? The man in the suit was like, that's nah, their Jib's house. They're Bill's house. Wait, <laughs> Talk to the government. They had the hearing. Yeah, they did have a UAP hearing. And, uh, you know, David Grush, the whistleblower. Yeah, or Casey Cortez was there. She was like, we'll fight. You know, we'll fucking fight people. She she didn't say any of that. (laughs) She didn't say any of that. She's a responsible congresswoman. I mean, I guess I believe or whatever, but I have the whole thought process of like um, the sad I like the sad theory that we're a waste of their time, so they wouldn't even oh, sure. care to come here. Well, there's a lot of talks about that. Like, what if it is indeed true? Because, like, if you look at the universe, the size of the universe, or where we're located in the universe, there's some people that kind of say, apparently, we're sort of off to the side. Right. Yeah. And we might actually be real far from the action. We're a backwater. Right, yes. right. Or are we, I also like the idea, more so practical, full-on bi- aliens or biological creatures, right? Like, let's get past the, I always like the idea that it's interdimensional and there's something else going, there's another layer going right. on that we don't understand. But let's say it's just like creatures that live on another rock somewhere. Creek or you know, and yeah, yeah. like something like that. What if there's also a possibility that we are actually a new, like life is new in the universe. We are one of very few points of functioning conscious life in the, uh, in the universe. And that one day, maybe probably closer to the heat death of this planet, that there, we will see a sky filled with actual like, like thoughtful, like we like actual conscious creatures. That would be interesting. I also, I'm all, I'm such a pessimist with this stuff. I also like the theory that any uh, civilization or any life out there that gets to a certain point of evolution will instead destroy themselves Blow before themselves they would up. ever make it out to see. That's to called actually... the great filter theory. Yes, mm. I think yes. that is also another. So, oh, wow. Isn't he a fucking lawyer sometimes about shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> a lawyer would have said none of that. Yeah. A lawyer would have been like, yeah, I don't a know. A lawyer would have advised me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and stop doing this show. And it's also funny how a lawyer is the smartest person you can think <laughs> That's of. That's the only <laughs> one he could think of. <laughs> Lawyers know. And, and just side note, as far when it comes to collecting data and AI and stuff, I don't give a fuck. Who are you? Oh, your dad is so bright. Oh, they want to know all your secrets. What are, what are my secrets? Fucking looking up a walkthrough for Portal 2. Yeah, I know. Your I, secrets I are sad. I jerk off to no, the Amber. They are phenomenal. trying to figure out what you spend. Well, we're, we are now aging past the demographic where they particularly care what money we're spending and where we're spending our that money. Too, we're yeah. slowly getting, which else, can you feel the freedom? Yeah. You sort of feel, I mean, obviously we're still getting IP is still being constantly fucking idiot advertised to us. Four Rubik's Cubes. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> who does this? Yeah, you'd be like, fuck his metrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. see my metrics go fuck this guy's metrics. Yeah, over the last month I have, well, let's say I do feel 
things being sold at me and I have bought them. Like I bought the fucking, I bought the Nintendo Lego set. Yeah. And, yeah, sure. and, I, so and I built it and it's it was great. It's incredible. But that's a payoff one. That one's like, wow, this was actually great. Yeah. Well, you also made, you have disposable income mm-hmm. and you literally are chose to do that instead of like, you know, buying a bunch of guns. Yeah. 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 Which I think is really nice. Yeah, it is. It is really nice. Yeah, I like my goofy baby toys. You know what I mean? And that's just me. That's yeah. You like your robe. You like like your Rubik's cubes. My arcade stick. Yeah. My fun toy things. Simple pleasures for a simple boy. I keep. That's the problem. Lexi's like, can you give Winnie her toys back? And I'm like, I want to play with them now. I'm the daddy. (laughs) I'm the daddy. (laughs) I think that's really great. Yeah, it's beautiful. Is it time for hero of the week? I think it's time for hero of the week. Now, is it me? No. No. Never you. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm offended that you even, <laughs> that it even crossed your mind that it could be yeah, you. Yeah, what I'm a narcissist. Just, I'm a simple man uh, yeah, yeah, get, across the country. Even he I would not view him as a hero. I would not give that to he, Forrest Gump. He just ran. <laughs> um, He just had a shrimping boat. Uh, uh, Henry, he was a Vietnam veteran yeah. war hero. That war was hero. why. No, it's true. Something jumped up man. and bit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he yeah. came upside down, right? Yep. No, we all remember. <laughs> we all remember. Um, number one, uh, so there is a real hero. I'm not going to get into it because it's fucking lame. Virginia college professor stops the abduction of a college student. Boring. Now, the, but the real hero this week is the guy that invented the pussy flavored potato chip. Oh. Chaz. If you go to up. chazchips.com. This guy, um, it takes delivery takes seven to twenty-one working what? days. Oh, okay. I right? gotta say weeks. I now, like, Jesus according Christ. to here, this is the description for this. Uh, did you know that the world is going to hell? According to several past years' research data across the world, millennials are having three times less sex than their parents at the same age. And the pussy flavor is going to change that. It's got to, brother. But he believes. It, it is unbelievable that someone is choosing social media instead of live communication, dating, and real sex. Chaz's team is young, bold socially responsible. So we took the disastrous trend very personally. We decided to draw everyone's attention to it and this contribute to solving this problem. And that's how we came up with the idea to create the world's first pussy-flavored chips. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, and chips with unique taste for brave and free people. I agree with that's that. That's what it's for. Oh yeah, it's great for it's great for a gift and it's a perfect way to test your friend's courage, openness, and sense of humor. So there you go. This is where we find the fault in this. He's trying to say the fault in our stars Mm-hmm. He's trying to say, oh, I'm trying to, like, get people horny again, but you have to be brave to eat this chip. What's he trying to say actually about pussy juice and its flavorings? I think he's I think he's a negative Nancy. I think it's more so about the fact that it's now in chip form. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I also feel like that this was Google translated from another language because it is Euros, you know. Well, this not, is from it's, Europe. It's yeah. from Europe, from oh, the yeah. UK, according to yeah. uh, P.S. For girls and women, if this or previous year you were pleased by someone... It is very likely that you have directly contributed to the creation of this taste. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means oh, either. Oh, it says here, oh, natural Lithuanian vegetables. <laughs> what does that even mean? By the way, I just totally forgot this. We still have a fan sent Jackie and I hot dog flavored candy canes, pickle flavored candy canes, and like ham, I think a ham flavored candy cane I've as had well. pickle flavored can- really? candy canes. They're, that ain't bad. They're delicious. They're I mean, not that's bad. Thing. Pickle flavoring can kind of work. It can yeah. translate. This is my thing with the pussy flavored chip is like, What's his approach to the pussy flavor? Because if it's just fucking eye rolly fish flavor, yeah, that's dumb. It's gonna it's be really dumb. stupid. Well, also apparently, but Chaz, if it's really going for it, like B, and is it B, a bo pussy flavored? According chip? to them, they also have dick flavor. Oh, they have hemp and jalapenos, right? They have um, caramelized onion, which actually doesn't sound bad. 
Um, they have a bread chips. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but they got a dick. They got dick flavored chips. Bread chips is a crouton. You know, I. <laughs> they have the one chip. They have their own run chip challenge that killed the child. Nice. Have you, have you uh, seen that story? The yeah, hot one chip, chip challenge. Yeah, it killed no. a child. I wanted to do that on stream. I guess I won't. No, they killed a child. Seriously. Fucking Holden. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not doing it. It is bad. It's going to be bad for you. It's going to be real bad for your guts. I'm not doing it. (laughs) But I might do it. You know what? You're allowed. You're a fucking adult. (laughs) Well, I feel like, okay, can't speak to the taste of dick, but I feel like all dicks taste the same. I feel like it's all pretty similar. Audience can't see my face, but yeah, he's... depending on if it, if they're, I'm, I would imagine circumcised penises taste one way, uncircumcised penises taste the other way. But I would imagine they're all pretty similar. Side but, stories, lpotl at gmail.com. Yeah. How many dicks have you tasted? Honestly, I I don't agree with Marcus. I yeah, think that I think every man's dick is different. I believe and, I believe that many di- many dicks very similar tastes, but vaginas, the tastes. Are varied. Yeah, of course. Very, they're, very. They're the many. pH balance. But yeah. why would why would men be any different? They still got bush hair. Because it's just out. You like know? I said, and a woman pe- is in. Then there's. A, it depends on diet. Yeah. It, it also, depends on your it, your it, attitude. It, it, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what my balls smell like. I know yeah. up to a point, but not right up in there. Yeah. You. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can get a pretty good idea. You ever rub down there and then smell? Yeah, of course. Yeah. All day. So you know what it smells like. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like I've a, never tasted it. Though. A boe mm. one. Oh, by the way, you degenerates writing it. We're talking about human dicks, okay? Don't fucking be like, oh, a goat's dick tastes like fucking. You did that jump. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know what's at, what's about to come around the corner. Well, Ukrainian borscht flavor. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, actually, mussels and white wine. They have. Oh, that's nice. I bet you they took a lot of they, God. I'll, I would like to see how the audience plays this out. Tell me, how many dicks have you tasted? Yeah. yeah. How many dicks have you tasted? And is there a variation amongst the different dicks I think that you have tasted? I mean, women, same thing. It's not like men are like this, but you know, guys do have upkeep issues, especially through their 20s and into well, their 30s. I think and it, so, it continues. I think men should be washing their dick and balls right, pretty much often. often. Technically, you should. That's, you know, it's. It, Back in the day, uh, I'm gonna get letters on this. But you mostly should just really be washing your dick and balls, your butthole and yeah. your pits. Yeah. And then most of the time, I mean, especially you know, depending on what you're going through, like you don't need a full body shower all the time. Oh, right, all yeah, the time, well, yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, you know. I why like not, wash. Though? Well, now that you're I wash my butthole every day, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, no, yeah, I'm not just washing that. Right. I'm not always at a YMCA. <laughs> right. Like on the run. <laughs> You know? I'm just already in there. We might as well just get the whole body. Yeah, if you know you're I mean? if you're taking a shower, I you mean, should. You really though, should do it. Yeah, I sweat. I just sweat all day, so I'm. I have to wash every day. You know what I mean? Also, I, wash your legs. I remember there was a roundtable <laughs> where you guys got all upset with me because I was like, I wear more than like two pairs of pants a week. And you guys shamed me for it. Well, things have changed. Now we have money, and now <laughs> yeah. I actually you can wear more wear pants. than two pairs of pants yeah. a week. I you used to have idiot. I, I literally like, used to have one pair of jeans. <laughs> yeah, and I had one pair of khakis. Yeah, that is what I had. Right, and then I had show jeans. Uh-huh. Like I had murderfish jeans, uh-huh. and then I had my every, and then I would then eventually I'd get like one nice jean. But also it was because I was a, I was hovering between a forty six and a forty eight, where the only places I could shop was either. Burlington Coat Factory or Daffy's. And the problem is that while I love Daffy's, I did happen to start to look like Cedric the Entertainer. Right. There was also Big Fat Jerry's Make Fun of You Emporium, but that was a tough one because they would just harass Oh, as soon as you're in there. Kill yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely kill they you. They called me the Wicked Pineapple. 
I, I think around like 2008, I wore one pair of jeans from 2008 to 2010. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. Uh, and they disintegrated. I wore them until they disintegrated yeah. because they looked incredible. And I could, there were, yeah. so were a pair of Levi's that I looked fucking great in. But I used to I wash them. Until they fucking... I used, I used to wash it, put it in the dryer and shit. I used yeah. to do all that stuff. Yeah. I washed oh, the jeans. You washed your clothes. Very good. You yeah, washed your saying, clothes. But I'm saying, but you. It's funny now that you when you start getting the stupid fancy jeans, mm -hmm. they're all like, you should actually wait for about two years before right. you wash your you jeans. Should, you, yeah. Every time you need to wash it, you have to buy a dog and have the dog <laughs> lick the jeans until they are clean. Hey man, that's how you keep it fresh. Time for some listener emails. It's time for these listener emails. Well, let's start off with a story about a phantom limb. Your recent conversation about what happened to amputated limbs reminded me of this bit of family lore about my great-grandfather, Bill, that has always freaked me out. It's me, I'm Bill. <laughs> <laughs> he passed away in 2001 when I was around 20. For the last 40 or so years of his life, he wore a prosthetic beginning at the left knee. He had lost his leg when a piece of farm equipment he was repairing one day fell off the jack and landed on the leg. He always had a good sense of humor about it and loved freaking people out with the old stab yourself in the leg gag. That's fun. That's a great gag. There was one thing, though, that he never talked about in regards to losing his leg. And this part, this is it's like a scary stories to tell in the dark story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thankfully, his daughter, my grandmother, would talk about it. I had no idea how they handle amputated limbs nowadays, but in this case, they gave Bill the leg so it could be buried in his cemetery plot. For a long while after the amputation, he would complain about his left foot itching. He went to several doctors about this, but none of them could help. One day, he was complaining about it when someone asked, Well, did they bury it right? Bill initially laughed this off, but when the itch became too much and he was finally at his wit's end, he called the cemetery and arranged for the leg to be dug up. Sure enough, his leg had been buried wrong, with the foot facing the headstone. Ah. They re oh, so it had to be facing like a leg? Mm-hmm. It was facing the wrong way around. They reburied it, this time facing in the correct direction, away from the headstone. From that moment, the itch went away and never came back. That story was enough to give me another reason to fear having a limb amputated. If the hospitals are indeed just burning the limbs now... How would you ever stop the itch? That's just shit that freaks me out. That's fine. Phantom limb freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah. The right. idea that you're just going to have this, that like that you're going to have a pain and an itch forever. You can't do anything about it. You can't do anything about it. Because I've also heard people that do therapy where they sort of like, they do envision the limb and they relax it. But like you'd have to, I think you have to have a real tight drum of a mind. Yeah. To do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we're at a serious or a scary story. I heard the story secondhand from a family friend who's also my assistant Boy Scout leader. So the story is, as I remember hearing it, as a middle schooler. He's a hunter, and he has been for more than 40 years. In the late 80s, a friend invited him in on an elk hunting trip on a huge piece of property they owned in Wyoming. So it's early November in Wyoming, and it's bitterly cold. He's in a hunting blind long before daybreak and spends the entire morning watching a large open field where elk have been known to congregate. After several hours in the gray light of dawn, he catches some movement at the edge of the clearing in the corner of his eye. He turns to look, but sees nothing. Instead, he hears a sudden voice shatter the stillness around him. Hey! What the hell's that? It's a woman's voice. Hey! <laughs> what the hell's that? And he can clearly make out her words. Was it another hunter? 
This friend invited someone else to hunt on their land this morning, but no hunter would speak that loudly and risk scaring away game. Maybe it was a hiker or a camper who got lost. He's about to leave his hunting blind to find the source of the voice when movement at the edge of the clearing catches his eye again, and suddenly a huge elk strides from the woods into the field. He sights the elk with his rifle, but doesn't pull the trigger. Something feels wrong. The elk isn't going anywhere or doing anything. It just walks 10 yards or so out in the woods and just stands there, almost as if it wants to be seen. Thank you. And that's when he realizes something else. The entire forest has gone dead silent. No birds, no wind, nothing. Suddenly, a distant gunshot rings out, breaking the eerie silence. He watches in disbelief as the elk suddenly stands up on its back two legs and sprints back into the forest, suddenly looking nothing at all like an elk. The sight of the thing's gangly, hunched posture sends every nerve in his body on high alert, and he fights back the urge to scream. He he stays in the blind for another hour, desperately hoping that what it was wasn't waiting out there for him. Finally, he notices that the typical forest noises around him have returned. He makes a break for it running nearly a mile through the dense woods without stopping. And though they plan to hunt until the early afternoon, it's barely beyond dawn when he arrives back at the truck. He's expecting a long wait for his friend, but to surprise, he finds that his friend is already there with the truck running and waiting. Without a word, he jumps into the cab and they take off for home. Later that day, he discovers that the gunshot from earlier had been his friend. When the woods had gone completely silent, his friend began to worry and fired a shot in the air. A friend of the family was of the Crow tribe and warned him that when the forest went silent, something terrible and ancient was roaming around. I'm not sure if he actually used the term skinwalker, but he described an ancient monster that could imitate the shape of animals, if imperfectly. He also said that this monster was capable of stealing the voice of its victims, often repeating their last words over and over, in an attempt to lure out unsuspecting people. I zoned out. Can you read it again? <laughs> God, God, to be your fucking fair parents, man. Uh, be your mother and father looking down on you, just like, especially when you first came out, just being like, oh no. <laughs> wow, that was great. That's great. You know, I like it. That's a great story. Yeah, it's yeah. a great. That's Elky. Remember Ghost, the, or Elky, the ghost Elky? Absolutely. Love Elky the ghost. Yeah. Who's Elky the ghost? It was a bit that never really made it anywhere. No. We did our lives. Okay. We, we did tried. Yeah, yeah, we tried a lot of things that people didn't really no screamed no at. <laughs> yeah, they were like not into it. Yeah. That was one. I understand. Yeah. We did it, yeah, because it was a pirate ship sketch, and then you played Elky, and you were going... You had L, you had like antlers on. You would like, you'd move your arms like so hooves. the two of you <laughs> wrote and rehearsed and presumably performed a sketch. In our college uh, art yeah. area, like you drew, like black box. Uh-huh. Uh, um, in which there was a bunch of pirates and there was a ghost. Ghost elk. The there was a ghost on the pirate ship who was an elk. Yes. Yes. Named, Elky the ghost. Named Elky the ghost, and he acted like an elk. Yes. And yeah. the two of you believed that this was worth. And that's still not the idea that Henry pitched that we worked on, that the executive at one point told him, that's the most unsellable idea I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> yes. life. Well, I remember when I had the meeting with Disney and they were interested in my character that was the world's most molestable boy. And then they said afterwards, being like, we just got to lose the molestable part. And you're like, no way. So it's the world's most boy? Just a funny voice. <laughs> you remember that? 
No, don't molest me. No, don't you molest me. Oh, man. And yeah, the, back that, in the day. Content the other idea was uh, Toy Story meets Dahmer. Do with that whatever you will. I it was lo- great. I, I love Toy Story meets Dahmer. <laughs> that, that, was, I, that idea Oh, yeah, was my fine. agent was not yeah, that guy into it. He didn't like the talking he was dick in not the not into it. that. He no, didn't like, he didn't like it. No. Hey, man, you know what? Can't fault us for being creative. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was Ooh. a great idea. And you know it what? I think idea. we successfully brought side stories down. There I think go. we did. I think, and we're going to thank you, Holden, for doing this today. Thanks yeah, for bringing it down a peg. I want to apologize, you know, for doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, it's all right. Don't worry. We'll get emails. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. uh, we're just having a lot of fun. Uh, we want to go to veeps.com slash L-P-O-T-L. So we are doing Beach Blanket Bingo live in San Diego. But we know that not a lot of people necessarily in San Diego want to see the show. So w- buy it online. We'll see it all for free, uncut. Yeah. Uncircumcised. Yeah. Okay, go watch it. Beach Blanket Bingo, October 20th, San Diego Balboa Theater. We still got some tickets left. Come check it out. You're going to see his fucking ass. Hey. You see his ass. I don't know what we're doing. Oh, yeah. We got to, we uh, just decided on our No Dogs in Space, the bit we're going to do. We're going to do a band that's not Los Angeles, not San Diego, but right in the middle. Nice. Between the two. Oh, between the two. I thought you just meant like vibes. No, 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 no. They're not from San Diego. They're not from Los Angeles, but they're from a place. Right in the middle. Is it Sublime? No. Okay. Smash Mouth? Sublime! We have actually, we gave serious consideration to doing a series on Sublime. We did, we have, we have actually thought about it. That's cool. We've definitely thought about it. No, No, it's not cool at all. (laughs) No, it's very sad. It's a very, very sad story. Yeah, yeah. Not a cool uh, (laughs) band or artist uh, to govern (laughs) anyway whatsoever. I Uh, find it interesting. It is interesting, but cool. No. So email side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. We want your scary stories for a listener pasta episode. We're going to do it. We're going to get super creepy in here. Really, really excited. But I've asked for, you know, our guys to go through email. They basically have said, like, please, less than 10 pages. Just because it's a lot of material. I would say even like, let's keep it less than three pages. Just because we want to read it on the air keep it short and tight i'd actually want to hear some real stories if we can get it sure but like something that maybe happened to you just try to just lie to me i'll sure. take it yeah just you know? yeah yeah but let's keep it shit think about how long the stories are uh on when we do our creepypasta episode and, and you know try to tailor it to that get it in that little lump all right yeah. check this out so live every day uh knowing that you're going into the the worst pitch of your life Yep. Right. And you just got to love the fact that sometimes sometimes an idea is so good, it doesn't deserve to be on television. Yeah. All right. And then, because then you guess, you guess what? You know what? Because then you got that idea rent free in your fucking head. It's living there. I don't need to worry about what they're going to do it. I can laugh at my own idea in my head without them all getting all fucking involved. Yeah. The movie's in your mind. It's the movie's in your mind. Uh, Listen to Wizard and the Bruiser in page seven. Yeah. Sure. Listen to him. Yeah. Good plug. You're welcome. This whole thing was a plug. (laughs) Yeah. Indeed. And I don't know if you're going to get a single listener from this. <laughs> People love the sound of my voice. <laughs> Kyle Satan. Okay. See you, fuckers. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod.